saying a wonderful good evening to everyone in all flavors land. How are you all doing out there? How are you all doing on this? This is the 12th of January 2021. Wow. How the week's already running past very, very swiftly. I am Wimbo77. And I am Naturally Lily. And glad to have you all on board, all of the WhatsApp crew, all of the tuning crew, and all of the All Flavours chat room crew, and all of you silent listeners. We're going to try and get some of y'all into the chat room tonight, because we've lots of heated chat, and we have a lovely special guest coming in, Sugar Rainbow, and we'll be talking to her a little bit later on. How was your day today, Lily? Busy. Busy? Yeah, very busy. A lot of, a lot of marking to do, a lot of... Just loads of stuff to do. <laughs> Lots of work. I've been um, on it for two days here now, but I can see a little light at the end of the tunnel, which is really nice. Good. And regardless of whatever the circumstances we find ourselves in, work still have to do. Yeah. Right? Still work keeps going. There you go. And a nice um, happy Earth Strong to Mary J. Blige. She's celebrating her 50th Earth Strong. I don't know if that was today or yesterday, but she had a party, so it must have been like yesterday. She's not supposed to be on a party. No, but it was virtual. It was <laughs> a virtual checking. party. It was a virtual party. So you was allowed, Mary J. So high five and happy 50. Wow. I always thought that she was older for some no, I knew funny she's reason. No, she's a 70s baby. Okay, so she's yeah. a 70s child. She's so 71, 1971. Yeah. Hey, I had my 50th last year. And I'm going to celebrate it again this year, mm, right? Okay. Yeah, because we know that that was a blip. <laughs> so, it's going to be a blip this year, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. We're, we're, we're being very optimistic in the fact that it's not definitely going to, not going to be like that. And also, the question that we're throwing out to you today, beautiful people, is an unmarried mother is deemed to have parental responsibility mm-hmm. for the for her children but should she be penalized for not allowing the father rights to see the child so think on that today because we're going to be tackling that question and also are all mothers happy after having a baby are all mothers happy after having a baby that's an audience answer or are we answering that now? that's an audience question okay yeah because well, i think we'll jump straight into it really lily mm-hmm. And that is on how to support black mothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I think that was something I saw last week. What was that mm. about? How to support black mothers. Yeah, so mothers that have had children. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, you know, there's a, a group called the Motherhood Group. Okay. Yeah, and they support black maternal experiences through workshops, events and peer support and advocacy. Mm. So it said that women face challenges after giving birth. So Sandra says she speaks out about undiagnosed postnatal anxiety and depression. Yeah. So in line with that question, are all mothers happy after having a baby? Or are all mothers in the right frame of mind, should I say? I think that's a better word. After having a baby, as opposed to being happy, because it is a happy occasion. Yeah. However, in many instances, for some women, they are suffering with undiagnosed anxiety and depression yeah so how can where can these women go and how can they be supported is what we'll be 
looking at? So I know from my own experience mm. that, um, I don't know if I'd say it was undiagnosed, um, but I think a lot of people think you can't get postnatal depression after the baby's a certain age. And actually I had a really good health visitor mm. um, who, I think it was about nine months eight or nine months after I had um, my oldest daughter, Jayla, Mm. um, that we had a conversation and she said, no, I do think that you are suffering from a bit of postnatal postnatal depression um, with a bit of anxiety thrown in there as well. Um, And she goes, no, you can actually be a sufferer up to 18 months after you've had your child. Wow. But I think because people think, oh, it's usually within the first three months maybe because a mother's getting used to the change, a new way of, of living. And that's not with only your first child. Mm. I think it's with any child you have. If you could be a mother of five. Every child is a different experience. Um, but I think most women with postnatal depression, and I don't know the statistics on this, this is just from my own opinion um, and my own experience. I think most women will be diagnosed with the first child but not with children thereafter, because the general consensus is, well, you've had one child, you should know how to deal with yourself, with your second, third, fourth, fifth, and continuing. Mm. And the funny thing is, when this lady, Sandra, approached her mum and said that she was depressed Mm. after having the baby, the the mother turned and said that black people don't get depressed. So it's having that right way to approach others that may feel that they're under a bit of pressure after having a child. I mean, it's a, it's a traumatic experience mm. having children. Yeah. For women, it's very, very traumatic. I don't just think it's yeah. the experience of, like, childbirth and labour that's traumatic. I think your world is completely different. Mm. And this is where I'm grateful to you and um, my uncle, DiCarlo, because... I know that you two used to conspire, <laughs> but I know you used to com- communicate and he would let you know, like she's been sitting in the room today mm. with the curtains closed kind of thing. Um, and then I obviously had that support there, but it's also that your family may not be around. You might be living mm. by yourself. All your friends are at work. Yeah, It's literally just, and especially now in the in the climate where you are literally not allowed to go anywhere, before you could go to a mum's and, and baby's Toddler group, group. Yeah. You can go swimming or what something like that. Whereas now it's just you and your baby. Very different in your experience. Home. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it is a it's a challenge. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And like you said, that mothers and babies toddlers group that would have give some kind of respite yeah. to go out and meet other women of like mind because rightfully said your friends Maybe if they don't have yeah. children, then the group gets smaller. Yeah, You don't get invited out as much because you have the little oh, yeah. one. So <laughs> all those little things that will impact. And this is, I don't even think it's first time mothers. Like you said, it doesn't matter. It's a mother in yeah. general. Yeah. And I think every time you have a baby, you're a first time mother. I don't actually, I don't like that term. I, I understand it. But I think every time you have a baby, you're a first time mother. Because when you have one child... You're learning how to be a mother of one child. Mm. Then when you have two children, it's almost like you have to relearn everything. And I had um, 
one of my friends came into work yesterday and she's just had her second child. Yeah. And even she said, I forgot I had a toddler. She goes, you have to learn everything again. And on top of that, you have to learn how to manage the toddler with the baby, not making that one feel left out, but then realising that actually I can't walk out the room because the toddler might do something to the baby. So it's an experience of its own again. And I think that happens every single time you have a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the, obviously physical meeting is tough. Mm-hmm. So thankfully we do have lines of communication such as a telephone. So if we are feeling a bit low um, to pick up, that, pick up the phone. Mm. But it says the cru- crucial question that needs to be asked is how do you react if you think a mother you know is not coping? It might seem that it might be that she seems down. It might seem that things are deteriorating at home. How do we react if we feel that a mother's not coping very well? How do you know, you know a mother's not coping very well? Well, because they, they might, might say, "Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's, yeah, just a bit tired." Like you said, in your in your case, there was someone there that was there to watch out, so we yeah. could speak with each other but if that person's on their own Mm. then that is a bit of cause for concern really yeah but letting mothers know that there is help and that that even if you feel down feel a bit depressed that you can break that stigma you know and try and and tap into maybe services Mm. that are around yeah and I think it's important as well not to just tackle the depression I think Mm. a lot of people don't realize that Yes, depression is recognised as depression. You're low, you're in a cloud, you go quiet, you're isolating yourself. Maybe you're not who you were before you had the baby. But anxiety is a different kind of kettle of fish. Like, silly things go through your mind when you're dealing with anxiety. I wouldn't go and take Jayla out for a walk because I thought cars were going to drive on the pavement and run us over. Mm. And that was every single time. It stopped me from leaving the house. Mm. And silly things that I wouldn't get on the bus because I thought someone was going to touch her. And it's silly things that go through your mind that, yeah, they are a possibility, but what are the chances? But you, someone that deals with anxiety, you're not rational. You don't think with a rational or logical mind. Mm. And I think that's where it's important to also look out for different pointers in if you know there's a mother that you you're used to being out with and all of a sudden they're very protective and they're acting completely unreasonable don't just think oh she's just being a mother do you know what I mean some people just brush it off and be like oh these first time mums she might actually be going through what is not just depression she's being yeah she's got anxiety or having like a mental health breakdown in some way shape or form and even more so in this time that we're living in it's about being again vigilant and looking out for family members Mm. and friends you know that have just had baby just had a young a little one yeah to look out for them make sure that they are they are okay yeah and even them, um, you know, they might have older children, and I'm I'm talking about toddlers as older children, um, but they've been caught up in the house for such a long period of time, mm. re-entering the normal environment. They might have been a shoulder that have stayed at home and that someone else is doing their shopping and stuff mm. like that. Then them having to go back out into the world, 
that's that may cause some anxiety as well. So just being that person that might, you know, if you want to go shopping, I'll come with you, you know, mm. that support there for someone. They might not necessarily have anxiety, but helping them back into the normality that we, we want to get back to. It's quite daunting, isn't it? Yeah. To have been, maybe, if you were shielding, yeah. and to be home all that time getting out. I mean, yeah. when I had you guys, I'd stay in for six weeks. Yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere. That was normal, yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere. That was just the norm. Yeah. Whereas these days, they, you're, out of, you're out of the hospital within a matter of hours of having the little one. Yeah. And then, especially well, if you're like first-time mother, mm. you're kind of out there on your own yeah. and if you don't have maybe a parent or mother or an auntie or someone that can advise you and help you mm. then it's it must be really overwhelming yeah definitely so there are there's this group called dope um this uh, dope mum dope black mums and it says that you can reach out to mothers within your, um its own neck network to support struggling mothers and some of them are midwives, therapists mm. and nurse. So the Dope Black Mums yeah. organisation, um, I'll give out a little bit more information regarding them. And they, they are there to, they're a sisterhood that helps black women mm. navigate nev- um, motherhood together to support one another. Yeah, and, I, and there are apps as well, because um, I'm with an app, so called Peanut. Mm. It's very, very amusing, but... It is also a community of mothers there supporting one another mm. through similar experiences. Um, because obviously it's getting recognised that we need the support. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great that now we've got things like the Dope Black, that Dope Black Mums and the Motherhood Group that can... Um, you have like-minded people going mm. through similar experiences that are there to support one another because it is all about support really isn't it absolutely absolutely and that's what um this dope black mums company or organization are all about they're a digital safe space for black women Mm. so they can navigate mother motherhood together it says they're a sisterhood and a micro community that strengthens and supports black women from the diaspora to parent from a place of empowerment. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful, parenting from a place of empowerment. I love this as well, where she says that, um, Karina says, helping out practically is key. Mm. Spend time with the mothers in your lives. Arrange to meet up. Obviously, we can't do that now, but if you invite a mum to brunch, she can bring her kids with her, go to her house, fold some laundry and do the dishes. Nice, yeah. And I mean, no one likes doing those things, but it's almost made better when you've got someone there helping you do it and you're chilling, isn't it's it? It's halved. It's problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. Or it's just spending time. Obviously, it's slightly different here now, but perhaps you can, again, Zoom or WhatsApp. WhatsApp, I think you can have up to four people on whatsapp yeah although these new regulations that are coming um nevertheless someone sent me something that you can opt out from your information being shared yeah uh marjack was saying over the start end that, that re- data. doesn't matter who we're with if we're with text message mm-hmm. if we send a text message on your phone if you do it on any other app yeah. they still gather your information they do. So sometimes it's better the devil that you know, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Dope Black Mums, it's a really, really good organisation. And the founder of that is Karina White. She's one of the found, group's founders. And they're really there to support mums. Do you think when you had children, you mm-hmm. had a diff... This, uh, how do I say this? 
like things like postnatal depression, obviously anxiety and depression now are more noticed. Mm. But do you think when you had children, it was something that was noticed? Like if you went to your mum and said, my mum depressed, would she have turned around and said, oh, black people don't get depressed? I don't know. It was a very different time as well. Even though I got, I, I, I recall being depressed at one point in my life, but it wasn't after having my children. No, yeah. So I think everyone, everyone suffers with depression at one stage or another. Uh, did I have a mother figure there? Mm, not at that particular time. Yeah. But I wanted children and I kind of just got onto it, fell into the role. Yeah. And thankfully, I had a supporting partner. Yeah. That does help as well. So uh, I'm not sure if that would have been the case. Mm. And then would it have been recognised? It's more, like you said, recognised these ty- these days. Yeah. Than perhaps back then. Yeah. A lot of women, a lot of women back then, you know, I, I was a 70s child and um, a lot of women suffered. Mm. Even we've spoken about things like DV and all that. Yeah. It was very, very rampant yeah. back in the 70s. It was like the norm, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It wasn't something that you'd go to the police and say, my husband's beating on me because mm. the police is probably beating on his own wife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, so it was a very different time, whereas now these things are recognised. You can't do that because mm. you'll get thrown in, in the bin, mm. as it were. <laughs> and it just it just doesn't happen. So there's a lot more organisation. There's a lot more things in place for women yeah. that are suffering. And it says if you are struggling with mental health issues, you can call 116 one two three for free at any time. Yeah. That number's one one six one two three. We'll put it in the chat in the chat room. So come and join us in the chat room and um you can get all of um access to all of this information that we'll we're giving out. Also I went to IAPT. IAPT is a very good service which yeah. you can recommend you can self you can self refer. Your yeah. GP can refer you but most of the time the GP just hands you a self referral sheet. Mm. And they do like an initial over the phone consultation and then work out kind of what support that you need. Yeah. And I had something called CBT, um, cognitive behavioural therapy, mm. which I would recommend a hundred times over, even if you're not suffering from anxiety and depression. I think the way it helps you just kind of change your mindset. Yeah. Um, and how you approach certain things, it really did help me out. And um John Ken says that postnatal depression can have a massive effect on mother's outlook and ability to nurture. Mm. And it's very true. If you are feeling in a certain type of way, your ability to kind of bond with your child, depending on how, when the onset is, because like I said, it doesn't obviously come straight away with most, with a lot of people, but it can affect how you bond with the baby, or oh, the baby's always crying, or I can't, I can't breastfeed because of this, and it can affect how you interact with your mm. child. And I think when you do go to services like IAPT, they don't just look at you as you're just a mother. They see you as a person yeah. first, and then they help you when it comes to you and your interaction with your child, because that is obviously very important to them as well. Yeah, they help you kind of deal with the matter at hand. Yeah. So they get to the root of the, the issue, yeah. and then also can root it out and help you or give you the tools in order to to help you along and make life a little bit easier, easier yeah. for you in that 
it's not a state, but in the 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 position that you're in. Mm. So I yeah IAPT very very good service. Yeah, I think we we as mothers we put too much. We expect too much from ourselves. We mm. expect that oh I'm a mum I should be able to do the washing, do the laundry, do do paint the house, have dinner ready five times over when you know the husband comes home or the partner comes home from work and be able to sort out the children and have an immaculate house. It's a lot of work. You, it's impossible. Yeah, it's a lot. And especially as a, 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 a first-time mother, mm. coming in with baby, you just that's something, a whole new thing there, yes. right there. So it's anything not, else, just... We have too much of a high expectation of ourselves. I mm. think that's one thing that we need to do as, as a, a support network, is help others, other mothers to see that actually if you get out of bed and have a shower <laughs> that sounds That's really terrible thing. but getting out of bed and having a shower with a newborn mm. with a baby that's an achievement yeah yeah so not to have um overly expect or have too much of a high expectation when it comes to first-time parenting yeah as a first-time mother to just take your time and like Lily said there just getting out of bed and having a shower mm. that, that's an amazing feat and we we don't have to be super women, and the help is actually there. Yeah, you've mentioned that um, app. What's the name of the app? Peanut. Peanut, app. as in the peanut that you eat. We've mentioned the dope black mums, and also you can email joe at samaritans if it feel if you feel really bad. But remember, you can call that number one one six one two three. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here, right now. Have you ever wondered what therapy is and how it can help with our mental well-being? To find out more, please join me every week on the Wednesday for the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9pm to 11pm on All Flavors Radio with Darnell, the therapist. To all quail lovers from around the world, Come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres. Cadence music, Zook music, Podril music, Lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8pm to 10pm GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on All Flavors Radio. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio. Streaming live 24 7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the All Flavors Radio. Sit in Ayaman Bushman, and guess what? You got a lock to all flavors. I say come take a little winding up Ayo hey, it's a girl calling XP The Booyah Queen straight out of Dominica Bigging up All Flavors Radio Keep it locked All Flavors Radio A little song there done by Brooke Ain't gonna hurt nobody I know that Joy McKay you'd like that one Because I know you like that band Brick. And also the first track that we played Was In The End by Lella Hathaway Oh so Lily, we were speaking um, before the break regarding women and postnatal depression one point that I realized there was one of the mums she said the feeling of isolation was made worse due to lack of understanding from those 
that were present and also the sadness around that postnatal depression as well. Yeah. I think mm. it doesn't help when the people that you are around don't understand what you're going through. Yeah. And it's all... I think... I do feel sorry for the partners because they're trying to make sense of the fact that why are you sad when we've just had a baby? <laughs> like, mm. you should be happy. And that is true. But I'm not... It's almost like trying to explain... I'm not sad that I've had a baby, but I am sad that I've had a baby because mm. your life is completely different. But when others around you don't understand and they don't see the difference that you're feeling, mm. Mm. you just feel like you're on your, you're just alone. Everyone in the world is just against you. Wow, that's quite a harsh feeling to have as well, isn't it? Because mm. surely even your partner, maybe it's hard for them because they may not understand mm. what you're going through. So that will cause friction yeah there and then again you're even more isolated because of how he's feeling don't forget that generally you've got if you've got there's you've got a newborn yeah. there's still another baby in the house that's the, the first yeah. one is the, the man as they say yeah. uh, so it's hard for them as well coming in and understand standing what's going on and I think what's strange as well and this is from experience is the fact that even though you feel like you're in such a dark place mm. you cannot like the love that you have for your baby is you can't describe it it's diff it's just amazing and you look at your child and they make you happy but at the same time you're sad mm. and mm. that is imagine the confusion going through your own mind like I don't understand why am I I'm happy when I look at you but I don't understand why I feel like this inside and it's not something that you can explain to someone mm. And I know that someone, I've spoken to someone else who suffered with um, depression as well. And she get, she suffers from anxiety. She doesn't have children. But she's saying, when you're trying to explain to your partner, I feel like this. And they're saying, but why? I don't know. Mm. It's very, very hard to explain it. And I, that must be so frustrating for the other person it's like you're telling me you feel a certain way but you don't know why you feel like that how does that make sense it's like your body's gone through a whole different change as well Mm. so all these chemical reactions going on inside of the body all the chemical reactions going on inside of the brain you you know you were how huge with this baby inside you now the baby's not inside you anymore so your whole body has to regulate it's a whole and then throw the pill in there if you're on any kind of form any form of um contraception Mm. forget it see so you're going to be all over the place so Mm. again it's understanding that it takes time for your body to heal Mm. and especially so if you've had a cesarean or so especially natural birth is okay but it's still quite traumatic it's traumatic and i when i look at my two birthing experiences my first daughter was clean but that was traumatic in the sense that I was forced into labour, even though she was early. It was still someone put me into labour. And then... It's not a nice nice experience. And then the second time round, it was quick, but it was traumatic. Because look at the... There was loads of different factors that could have made the situation go from bad to worse mm, and mm. I think that's one thing that the partners don't really understand as well is you are literally on that line 
between life yeah. and death. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous time. I know I've lost a friend in childbirth as well, but mm. don't want to scaremonger anyone, but it was uh, negligence on the part of the hospital. Yeah. Because everything was in place. Yeah. But that's how close. It's a very, very traumatic experience. Yeah. So overcoming that, then you have that lovely bundle of joy that should bring us joy. But then in another case, we may feel a bit depressed and low mm. and sad. But know that there are organisations, like we've spoken of, the, the Dope Black Mum organisation mm. there. It's a dig digital sisterhood online, virtual, as well as motherhood groups. You've mentioned Peanut mm. and other apps that can help women mm. through, through this time. And it's lovely that we can connect. So even though we may feel... Do you feel, okay, I'm going to ask you out there, beautiful people, do you feel that it does take a community to raise a child? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that we need to rely on the, the community as a new mother to help us along? Does it take a community to raise a child or do we, do we need the community to help raise? I think... Not raise, but encourage. I think it helps having the support. Okay. Because... One thing I don't like, mm. and I did find myself doing it, and then I've had to check myself, is when you've been through the experience yourself. Mm. So say, for example, breastfeeding, yeah? You've been through the experience yourself, and I am a full, full advocate for breastfeeding. I think all babies should be breastfed. That's just the way it is. But I had to catch myself in that mentality because some mothers can't do it. Mm. Some others don't want to do it. And then others, they go in with good intentions, but actually the experience itself is also very challenging mm. that they have to they have to just say, do you know what, this isn't this isn't working for me. And one thing I do find is as mothers, we give off our opinion a lot and then get offended when someone doesn't listen to our opinion. But mm. actually Every person's experience is different and yeah. even your own experience with your children is different with each child. Mm. So not getting, not being that person to kind of try and force your opinion on someone else. The support is great, but remember there's a line between support and just not being the person that's... Being supportive being and just pushing their, pushing their own opinion. ideas yeah. upon you. And that's very true. I think as Caribbeans we do that a lot. Lot well, people in general do that a lot. But the picnic bird must be the pic. Mm, <laughs> actually, I don't think. Yeah. Like, imagine saying to a, a, you know, staunch traditional Jamaican, African, whatever. I oh, know I don't hate my children. That's old school, though. But that's we what I'm saying. Imagine saying that's old things school. Is, again, we I have a different I way of doing things. I don't believe in smacking my children because um, I don't think it accomplishes anything. But you know that we do. Regardless, they'll get one one tap <laughs> at least once in their lifetime, you know. It's, it is unavoidable. But I do think yeah. as a community, we are very judgmental in that sense mm. when it comes to discipline. So really keeping our opinions to ourselves. If we feel, yeah. because there's lots of parenting styles, mm -hmm. so we don't want to push our opinions or, and like we say, disclaimer, again, it is our opinion, the things that we speak about on this show. So... Yeah. It's not anything set in stone, but it is 
how we feel about the situation because you may feel very very different to how we feel yeah in this moment so don't take it as gospel go and do your research and then work it out for yourselves we're just one voice of reason yeah and that's how we just have to look at things i mean like when it does come to discipline i used to laugh at um what was her name joe the uh, nanny the nanny that used to go into people's houses and say oh Oh, yes you must put the child of the naughty corner and i'm like (laughs) naughty corner what naughty corner but best believe with my youngest if i tell her to go and pick up a cushion she knows exactly what it means and that is in my opinion that discipline means more to her than getting a smack i'll smack her and she'll laugh yeah but if i say to her go and get the cushion I mean, don't want to sit in the corner. But she knows exactly what she has to do. And she knows that it's a... This is this means you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes it's, you know... Yes, but know that there is, there is help out there. And if you are feeling anxious, if you are feeling low after having a little one, that you can tap into these services. We will mention them again mm. at, at the end of the show, as well as... Uh, putting them into the chat so come and join us in the chat room beautiful people and um let's let's carry on the chat the lines are open so you can text you can call next thing now is someone asked me a couple of weeks ago about child support and paying child support for a child that they one they that the, the mothers are not enabling them to see the child yeah and two, asking for things such as alimony, alimony, and um, should a man have to support a woman, yeah, that it can quite well support herself. Okay, so we saw this. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Because if she can support herself, where she wants money for? Yeah, but we've got to remember that if you do have a child, that you both have to. Have the responsibility. No, no, but we're talking about her supporting herself. You're yeah. not paying for her. You're paying... And... Yeah, go on. What did you, what did you read before we go? <laughs> no, because Khalees, she, she made... It was last year. Um, she made nearly a million, they said. Mm-hmm. But she still wanted more su- child support. So I think she got quite a lot in child support from Nas. And she was saying that it's not enough. What is this? He spends 77000 a month in child support. It's a lot of money. It can't be. But what is the child? Why? And the child's grown. Mm-hmm. This is what we're saying. A lot of these women. Yeah. They will ask. Um, I think Nas and Khalees were married. Yeah, they were. They got married in 2005, I think. So I think he went and he done the do. He done something naughty. Or he was with someone prior to her. And obviously they've split, but they've got a child. Yeah. And now she's asking for that child, the, the child support, um, to support the little one. Which yes, they're quite they're fully entitled to supporting the little one. But being married, I'm sure you have to pay alimony as well. Can anyone out there tell us um, if you do divorce your partner, uh, should you pay alimony? Are you or should you pay alimony I think as well as child do. support? No, I think you do. So I think if you are married and you're the one that did something, so you committed adultery, for example, in mm. the marriage, then you are responsible for the upkeep of the other person, I, th- I think. 
Right. Child support is a given anyway. If you've got a child together, then yeah, you should foot the bill. But I don't actually think the ch- that money should go to the mother. Mm. You know, like how they transfer the money to the mother's account or whatever. I don't think that should happen. I think there should be an account for the child. Like a fund for college and stuff, maybe. A college fund or, for example, say like the child's got... Um, does piano lessons and he's got Ooh. tutoring and school fees and that kind of stuff. I think that that, that should be paid for into the, directly to those people. I don't think any money should go to the mother, mm. in, if I'm honest. And then other things like clothes and that, well, the dad should be seeing the child in regular intervals on the weekends or whatever. If you need clothes... Yep, come, we're going to buy clothes. And then he produces the statements at the end of the month. That's fair enough if you're entitled or enabled to see that child. What if you're not? No, no. Then what happens? There's not what if you're not. That, and that's where I think this, every single system, UK, US, whatever system it is, every single system is flawed and mm. it's always in favour of the mother. Yeah, Because no true. one's no one's in favour of the child. No one cares mm. about mum, no one cares about dad. No one is in favour of the child. Yeah. And at the end of the day, unless it's an abusive relationship. That's different. Abuse should be the only reason why a parent, and I'm talking equal sides, a parent should be stopped from seeing that child. Because I did see something as well where it was a dad had the daughter and the mum had gone and found them at a shopping mall. This was in America. And had gone with the child services and the child had basically been ripped away from the dad. And when you when you spoke to the child, they were saying, why don't you want to go back? It's because the little girl, she was eight, mm. was being molested by the stepdad. Wow. But they still ripped her. From, they said to the dad, if you don't re- relinquish her now, we're going to get the police to arrest you. They still put her in the care of the mother. No, and the girl was so explicit. Was the mother aware of that situation? Yes. She and was. She, was at, she was there when the child said it. So maybe and she it rectified just, it. Hopefully she no, rectified that. No, no, I don't care. If she rectified it, she would have said, you know what? You stay with your dad until I sort this out. Very she wouldn't true. have ripped the child from the dad. Yeah, it's so quite on either side, mm. I think if the child is being withheld from either parent, mm. I honestly think it should be a criminal offence. I agree. And that was our second question, wasn't it? Is the The second question is... An unmarried mother, well, we're talking about an unmarried mother or mother, just say, mm-hmm. um, they, they get the parental responsibility of the child. It always seems to fall on the mother. In the States, it's slightly different. But here in this country, the mother gets parental responsibility. Mm, that's not true. But no? No. Okay, so... So when I was reading, this was at work, actually, when I was reading about um, parental responsibility. Mm. So if you're married you equally have parental responsibility. If you aren't... If you're cohabiting or you're having a baby together and both of you have been present and done the... Um, what's it called? Birth certificate. Yeah. You both have equal parental responsibility. That's if you're married, but if you're unmarried... No, not even if you're... If you're unmarried yeah. and you have both been named as parents... You both have parental responsibility. So if the dad decides today, no, no, I'm going to take you and we're going to go and live in Wales, he's the parent, he can do that. He has the rights to do that. Um, I can't remember what, uh, what, it was a child support agency 
that I think I got this information from. And it's it highlights that, that an unmarried mother is deemed to have parental responsibility for her children, for births registered in England and Wales. As a father, you have parental respons- responsibility um, if... Sorry... Yeah, if parents are not married, parental responsibility does not automatically pass to the natural father if the mother dies. It doesn't automatically yeah. pass to the, to the father, but mm. if the father is named, then it does. And it's the same with if if I passed, I know because someone else said this to me, mm. you have to physically write who you want the children to go to. Like, for example, if both of us pass, it wouldn't automatically go to the grandparents because the grandparents don't hold parental responsibility. Mm. But if the person is named, so if you're unmarried, but the father is down as as a parent, yeah, he is responsible for that child. And even in cases where I've known there have been cases where the dad um, has tried to get a passport for the young child and has tried to leave the country. That's changed now, yeah. Because they were doing that before. Yeah, the, the, the court contacted the police, the person I know, they contacted the police and the police mm. said, well... He's got the right to do that because he's the dad. That This was the whole reason why they changed, you know, back in the, the day, you could have your child on your passport. passport. yeah. Now you've got to have separate. Yeah. Because parents were smuggling their children out of the, yeah. the country. So that was one of the reasons. Plus, I think you have to get written consent from the other parent to say, um, I allow my partner to take the, the child out of the country. And that's even if you're married. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, in that sense. If you do split, parents, fathers still do have the right Mm. to know if the child is changing schools. Yeah. They have the right that going on holidays with others and other organisations, that they should be informed about that. Um, Serious medical medical issues. Yeah. uh, Changing the surname. Yeah. Father needs to be told about that. Immigration, which we just touched on there. Their marriage, so if you're getting married, the other parent needs to be told. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to, the child is up for adoption, well, obviously, you'd want to, to yeah. know that. Um, sadly, does it always go through like that? Do no. do fathers, do mothers know their rights as to parenting? Because a lot of parents, they they lose touch and... It's very hard for them. This There's a, an organisation, it's a men organisation with mothers that prevent fathers from seeing their children. Yeah, there's a, a male organisation. There's a guy, he climbs, he always wears a Spiderman outfit. And oh, up. he's created an organisation for fathers who are yes. not able to see their children. Okay. Yes, so that is a very big issue for people. But it's really going back to paying for the child, but not having to pay for the other parent. I understand that sometimes when you have a child with someone, mm. the person that you have the child with, you can't stand them. Right. I get that. But we live in the so-called civilised <laughs> yeah. world where things are put in place mm. for there to be a neutral place so that you don't have to talk to that person. You just, oh, there's your dad or oh, there's your mum. Mm. And then they go out and off and do their, what they need to do. I don't understand why, as a parent, why you can hate someone so much that you then poison and disrupt 
a child's upbringing mm. because of your disdain for another person. That is what I don't understand. It's sad, and but it's happening on a regular, and I think that this needs to be addressed. I think there are some judges in yeah. this country that are looking out for the males, because it's a lot of males that this is happening to, yeah. right? Because we've spoken most, or if not most, all the time, the child goes with the mother. Yeah. In some instances, maybe the father might get that right, but generally it's the mum that the gets mom. the child yeah. and then it they make it hard for mm. the father to see that child yet expect them to still pay into a system when they're not even allowed to have that relationship with the little one and then in that instance then how much of that money actually goes to the child well that's the next thing now no mm. no you've got to pay me if you want to see the child you've got to pay me and he pays you but yet the child still looks scruffy. But you've got new weave on your head. Mm. Well, we will tackle that after oh. the break. <laughs> we'll tackle that after the break because it... It, um... Yes. So we'll see you in five. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here. Right now. Have you ever wondered what therapy is and how it can help with our mental well-being? To find out more, please join me every week on the Wednesday for the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9pm to 11pm on All Flavors Radio with Darnell, the therapist. To all quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music right across the genres, cadence music, zook music, quadril music, lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio with your host DJ Naiji with a short year show, 8pm to 10pm GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on All Flavors Radio. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party 12 to 2 and the Vibe Show Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio Streaming live 24-7 playing your favorite artists Hi, this is Everton Blender and it's all about the All Flavors Radio Sit to Nayaman Bushman and guess what? You got a lock to All Flavors I say come take a little winding up Ayo hey, it's a girl calling XP The Booyah Queen straight out of Dominica Bigging up All Flavors Radio Keep it locked All Flavors Radio That is so frustrating
Okay, sugar rainbow. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> sorry about that, listeners. Sorry about that, listeners. It's all right. That's what it's like when you go live. When you go live, you get these little gremlins coming into the studio, wanting okay. to corrupt your, interrupt your flow. But I'm glad that we've got you on Sugar Rainbow. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> it was a bright day today, actually. It was really nice. Yes, it was beautiful, wasn't it? It started off a little bit wet, yeah. but then it got... Power is coming again. <laughs> yes, yes, you know. Yeah. So, we have to look on the bright side. That's it. Always, always. So where yeah, did you get that? Where did you get that name, Sugar Rainbow? Oh my God! I, uh, whew, I, oh, that's going way, way back. Uh, sugar is because I love sweets. Okay. And <laughs> rainbow was like because I have all colors in me. Uh, black, white, American Indian, Jewish, and everything. So it's some mixture, basically. But. I, is um, because of American Indian ways, like um, you have all weird names, uh, white foot and and <laughs> whatever the names are. Yeah, Sugar Rainbow is like an American Indian name, kind of. Awesome, because I know that you are Dutch born, right? With mixed heritage. Mixed heritage, yeah. Half Jewish, yeah. half American Indian, half black, half white. <laughs> wow, wow. So you really are a rainbow, huh? Yeah, it's all the colours. All the colours of the rainbow, man. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful because then that means that you are really a part of everything, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So what made you um, choose music? Um, oh, wow. Um, you know, when you're a child, you just listen to music all the time. Um, uh, basically... Actually, it started with my grand and grandfather because they were into opera. <laughs> it's crazy, but uh, and my mom, she was, you know, singing all these other songs, Shirley Bassey and all that. And I was just humming the opera a bit, mm-hmm. um, like a. When I when I read that you can sing like five octaves, I was so impressed. I would just put in music, you know. Yeah, that's an amazing. Uh, why don't you put funk and, and opera together? You know, that's what I thought. Mm. So. Amazing range, amazing. You know, and I can yeah. hear it. I can hear it in your music. I love the sound. What's your inspiration? My inspiration. Oh wow! Uh, you've got a lot of good artists out there. Um, wow! You just learn from everybody. You know, mm. Mm. when you grow up, you just all inspiration, but basically, uh, when I grew up in Friesland, there was no funk or whatsoever. Yeah, only cows, cows and chickens, and, and I love horse riding anyway. Um, yeah, um, there was no funk until I heard the radio station every Thursday from uh, Fairy Mart, the soul show was mm. every Thursday, so you wait a whole week. Till that is coming. So wow. that was oh, I never heard that music before. I didn't even know it was black music. Wow. So yeah, that was all and then I thought, okay, I got hooked on that one. Mm. Funk. Yeah, that was it for me there. We love a bit of funk and what I love in your biography was when you said that you'd finished the songs in your head. Yes, I can hear all the melodies. Mm. 
And all the, the instruments, it's like, you know, all these, these crazy <laughs> things. <laughs> so you just write, uh, first is the melodies, basically. Yeah. There's a melody in your head. Uh, any melody comes out in your head. Or sometimes you dream about a melody and you hear a whole finished song in your head, a whole... I don't know where it come from. <laughs> it's funny because when that, yeah. when that happens, I I have my dictaphone beside the bed, and then mm. I go in and I sing something in. It sounds really awful <laughs> when you get up, but the melody's there <laughs> because you forget it if if you wake yeah, up. Yeah, you have to record it straight away. Yes, and write it, just yes, like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the only a couple of seconds. And just do it now, now, now. Sometimes you don't have a recording, and I try to sing it over and over again. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a nice hook you know I, I like the hook lines so i need mm. to get that hook line so awesome yeah, you need to catch it and, and so many times you just uh okay. yeah you move it yeah <laughs> it comes back maybe a year later or two years later or whatever oh mine mine don't but oh, you you were in a girl group in belgium right sorry you were in a girl group in belgium yeah Can you tell us a little I, bit about um, that Oh, I was very young. Um, it was actually it started with my girlfriend. She wanted to sing, and she hooked me up with a manager from the US. And we go to the club, and and I saw the keyboard man, uh, <laughs> Peter Solanger. And uh, yeah, we gigged around uh, a few places: uh, Spain, um, France. We went to. Um, Africa, mm. America, all over the place. So, wow. yeah, cruise ship. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And yeah. I know that you have had a band here. Um, the, one of the places I've seen it was at After Dark with your band that you set up in London. Oh, Soul Dimension. Oh, mm. that was much later on. Yeah, mm. that was, yeah, that was uh, 2000 and uh 11 or something 10 i can't remember <laughs> something like that wow wow and yeah, so the mention was a band i wanted to make it like um like a funk band because it's not much funk you know mm. i mm. love funk it's, where is the funk man <laughs> do you think it's a, it, the, the funk is gone or the funk is still there what would you say are you bringing it back alive i think it's coming back mm. yeah definitely because mm, we do love funk like I said I, I'm, I've been playing a couple yeah. tonight a, a, uh, where you can dance to you know yeah and I love your videos because you have them roller disco in as well in your music videos as well with the roller Sorry? skates you have your the videos with the roller skates oh yeah we did that in the park mm. with the dancers yeah Awesome, awesome. So what, what are your and future goals? I just recorded the, the people there who are always roller skating every Sunday afternoon. Mm. And that was great to see because I was roller skating back in the days. Uh, not anymore, but uh, back mm. in the days, I did a lot of dancing on roller skating. You go to the disco and you just dance along, you know. Wow. And you look, do you know, you remind me of um, Tina, Tina, is it Tina Maria? Tina Marie? Yeah, you remind me very much of her. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in your whole approach and the the way that you you sound. There's one of the tracks that I'll I'll play now. Actually, oh, yeah. yeah, that really sort of took me back. And Tina um, Marie, wow, that's an honor. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> we do. Brain, she's not near me at all. 
Yeah, sometimes we don't know um, that because it's us in that space, how good we yeah. actually are. And I'm very, very impressed with what you what you, you do and the way that you craft a, a song. Ah, maybe it's the inspiration from all the other artists like Starpoint and mm. yeah, and all, all the others, uh, Atlantic Star and yeah, mm. you just chains and all these beautiful albums that you hear in the radio back yeah. in the day. <laughs> Yeah, great. I must say that all the All Flavors Radio presenters, they play some seriously good music on the show that, again, emanates all those wonderful people that you just men- mentioned, Cameo, Starpoint, Prince. Oh, you know, that, yeah, that, that's Kenny Burke. Yeah, great music. Yeah. So let's have a listen to this one and I'll see you back in five minutes, OK? Yeah, of course. All right. Stay, all right. stay with us, beautiful people. Sugar Rainbow. Yeah! <laughs> I'm liking that now. <laughs> very good, very good. Loving it, loving it. What was your inspiration for that one? I could hear some elements of printing. Oh, that, 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 that was a very old song, very old song. And uh, me and John decided to uh, very get together and do that song again because he liked it so much. The first one was with Peter, mm. uh, Angel, and the other one, uh, yeah, the new one is with John Thompson. So he done all the, that's a beautiful, um, yeah, he, he done a very good job on that one. Mm, great track. They both, they both did actually, but it's just a different version. 
Yeah. So what are your future plans then? What, what obviously at the moment, what are you doing during this, this time first of, and what are your future plans? Uh, since the coronavirus is uh, on the corner, I mean, that was like, okay, what am I doing with these songs? They're just sitting on the shelves. So I thought, uh, you know, just put them out there. And also I decided to create music, music, new music as well. So mm. between the older songs and the new upcoming songs, yes. Uh, just to uh, get together with Peter and uh, John and, and get it all done. And, and rainbow focus basically all the people that we worked with okay okay and in the future's coming <laughs> so mm. so what are your yeah. plans then I think it's not only rainbow uh, uh super rainbow super rainbow is just the artist mm. Mm. Uh, rainbow music. funk yeah rainbow funk is just you know the collaboration of everybody else yeah with, so awesome so so what are you what are you planning on then after this time period that we're in do you have any plans uh just recording and just music writing mm. new songs and that's it basically and if somebody else want to sing it or whatever or it's coming in movie i, I don't care it's, it's good it's uh uh videos new music videos mm. So you're going to be writing, you'd like to write for popular artists and TV and film then? Yeah, I can do if, if they want me to. So, yeah, mm. that would be great. So, so looking for publishing. I would like to do a background, just writing songs, that's it, uh, the production. Mm. Mm. Well, they're very, very good. And you are, obviously, you're based here in the UK at the moment, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure... I live in, in England now, so... Yeah. Do you like England? Where do you prefer? You've been all over the world. Where did you prefer the most? I think I like England, you know. <laughs> really? What do you yeah. like about it? What's it? What's so different about here to everywhere else that you've no, been? I love America too. I love Africa. I love, you know, uh, a lot of places in Europe. But um, yeah, it's all good. It's all fun. It, it's... Um, I think it, it's nice, England, yeah. Mm, has a bigger music scene, doesn't it? The music scene's quite good here. Yeah, and you never get bored. It's like, you know, only maybe now the coronavirus, you can, everything is shut down. Uh, well, don't worry, it <laughs> won't be. It's time for creating now, so you can focus on the creation, basically. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So that's yeah. what we look forward to doing. And I like this song, the Touch New one. We're going to finish with that one. We're going to say goodbye to you, but... Stay on the okay. line. Stay on the line. And oh. um, <laughs> where can we find you, Sugar Rainbow? Where can we find you? Uh, it's basically Sugar Rainbow is on Facebook, uh, Spotify, and all the digital, whatever they call. <laughs> um, and also, I have a, a website called Rainbow Funk. So it's probably all the links are on there anyway. Okay, well, we're going to put the, those links into uh, the chat for everyone to see that. And, um, yeah, so we can purchase your music online on those platforms, right? Rainbowfunk.com. <laughs> Rainbowfunk.com, beautiful people. Yeah. All right, yeah. so see you in five. Na, 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 na.
sclerosis. I also catch up with Terry, a hypnotherapy student, and some of the successes that she's seen. Lastly, I speak to Pauline Dean and dementia in her family and how she's dealt with it. So please join me, Darnell the Therapist, this Wednesday on the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9 to 11 GMT. Oh yeah, that was Sugar Rainbow with us in the studio. And like I say, we do have gremlins every so often, so <laughs> that's a very nice interview. Sugar Rainbow, rainbowfunk.com. Check her out and check her out online. So, Lily, yeah, it's always nice to have a, a guest in the studio, isn't it? It is, but I feel like whenever we have a guest, the gremlins come out. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I don't know. You're being naughty, being naughty. So we'll have to check that one out. So, Lily, we've spoken on... Uh, on what have we spoken on tonight? Supporting mothers. Yes. And we were speaking before the break, or before we spoke to Shagrebo about whether or not mothers, because we're going to say mothers now, aren't we? Because mm. they're usually the ones that do it, should be prosecuted for withholding the child but taking the money. Right. Your thoughts out there, 07895 134 713. 07895 134 713. Do you know we don't have enough time Really, sometimes it must be just something we, that we span over a period of time or just ha- because it's 7.35 already and we've not even touched on much this evening, really. But we've had a lovely guest in with us yeah. tonight. So let us know what you think. Should mothers be prosecuted 
for withholding the child. What do you think? What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Um, I think that they should be penalised, definitely. What's the difference between penalised and prosecuted? That the fathers should... Their rights should be relinquished. And the fathers that really want to have a part in their child's life should get that No, I I think that's a... (sighs) Because we know Mm. that there have been times when someone has gone through the courts, they've been given that responsibility, but the mother has still withheld the child. So she needs to be penalised for it? She needs to be prosecuted. So what, it needs to be in what a way? What put her in the prison? Because that's not, not going to help the situation, her, is it? Well, if a man doesn't pay his child support, he can be um, locked up for a couple of days. That's true. So why does he get? I really seem like I'm always for the men, don't I? It's but fine, it's true because they do why need someone do in the corner. Why do we always vie for the women? Oh, but she's the mother. Oh, but she's the this. Oh, but the but the man can get prosecuted for it. Mm. And that go most probably go on his criminal record. And she can be a, a, a dragon lady and absolutely nothing gets done other than the fact that it's completely given the child mm. a complex. I think that the, I think that the laws around that need to change, though, definitely. definitely. And it, it needs to be enforced more mm. because the police in this country, when it comes to enforcing things like that, they'll push it aside and then they'll want to do other things that they have no right in being involved in so again it's all upside down Mm. it's the law the legislation needs to change is anything going through legislation at the moment i've not seen anything i'll go on and i'll check it out but it's very hard i think for and men we spoke about that as well they'll they'll take their lives due to the fact of not being able to see their kids or being put in such a, a position that it's just impossible for them to have that contact. And I think as well, you know, we've got all all of these policies and procedures that are put in place when it comes to safeguarding. Mm. I wonder how many of those safeguarding conversations that happen with a child, do they then say to the child, you know, how often do you get to see your dad? Do you want to see your dad? Well, they never how ask the child. Often does that happen? How often do they ask the child what they want? Very rarely, the parents are there bickering and arguing, or the mum's being a cow over there, and or he's being a right Piece bull over work. there. Yeah, you know, and no one is, no one's hearing what the child wants. But sometimes they are hearing what the child wants. They're just not doing anything about it. Mm. Yeah, that too, that too. It's because quite it's sad. A, I know you. It's it's easier to say, oh, just rip the child away from the mum and put it with the dad. And, you know, we can come up with so many conclusions and, and um, solutions. Mm. But actually, it is still going to be down to whether the mum listens or not. Yeah. I know I say mum should be prosecuted, but then you've got the next rabbit hole that you're going to fall down when it's like, well, if mum gets prosecuted, who's going to look after the child? Well, dad. And then is the child then going to blame the dad? Because mm. the mom be- Do you know mm. what I mean? Vicious it's a circle. knock-on effect. It is literally... I, I, It's almost along... Maybe they both need counselling. Maybe they, maybe they need a bit of, of CBT through IAPT. The world needs to be healed. The world definitely needs to be healed because it's just all over the place. You know, and we can't say, oh, well, wait till they're married and not have children out of that because it's married. It happens no, to no, married families, people in marriage. Yeah. It's just very messy. Mm. And you love them once. 
you loved them once so much that you had a child for that person. No. No. That. Okay. Are you talking about in a manner in a marriage? I'm talking about in a in a relationship. No, perhaps. man. No? People people have one night stands and get pregnant. They don't love the man. Mm. You don't love her, but they still produce a child together. Mm. But I think that's where you stop. You stop being. It's about me, and then you start being a parent. Do you understand what I mean? But for some people, it doesn't go that way. It doesn't stop being about me. Do you know, it makes me laugh because I have a friend until the day that I I can't think of another example. She's always going to be an ideal example for me. Had a child very, very young. was just out of school. Mm. And the dad, in my opinion, he's, 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 he's a bit of a work. Mm. But never, ever, ever has she stopped her child from being able to have a relationship with with their dad never but that's a woman the that dad has stopped drama. it mm. the dad mm. has proven himself to be a bit of a waste of space to the point where the child is turning around to the dad and saying nah you're just not right but then that's because the woman has done the right thing in the sense of giving him enough rope yeah whereas on the flip side of that when there are fathers that really want to be involved the woman is a bit of a pain and is making it hard for him. I mean, why? You've got you've got someone that wants to t- say to you, do you know what? You get weekends just and this mm. is what another thing that it's not funny. Mm. But as a a parent where I live I'm I'm married to my the father of my children. I don't get weekends off. I don't get holidays off like Christmas and mm. the school holidays. But you are actually being given you complain, oh I've got all oh, and you've got baby to look up but someone's actually saying to you no no you can have your weekends Mm. you can have your holidays you can have a couple of days in the week but because you're bitter Mm. some people just like drama cutting off your own nose to spite your face and make yourself look ugly what are your thoughts out there beautiful people because it is a very touchy subject isn't it when we think about it it's quite touchy 07895 134 713 that's 07895 134 713 you know, how are we going to break... Because it is breaking a cycle. Mm. It is perhaps they saw the same with their parents, so they're doing exactly the same as their mother or father done. Is it breaking the cycles? And can this whole situation be fixed? We were initially talking about child support, Mm. but I think it goes a lot deeper than the child support. Because then you will have a relationship with the dad because you want the money. Mm. Mm. Because you're still having that form of communication when you're... If you're being verbally abusive to him, not necessarily and stuff like that. Not he might just be a decent person that just puts that in religiously every month or every week or whatever for the youngster. But there's no contact. That could that could also be the case. So then that child's growing, thinking that dad doesn't really care about me. Because how often do you how often do you think that mum's actually saying, "Oh, your dad's giving me money this month." They probably say your dad's a nasty piece of work. That's more than likely what they're hearing. But time, time is a great healer again. And young people grow up. Yeah. Young people do grow up. We clock, we clock from... And they learn. Yeah. And recognise. And then, to to me, it's going to cause another problem because all that time, that withholding, that it will cause an issue with the mother Mm. if that's what they've done. Or the father, if that's because you do done. end up having a bit of a what's the word like a 
love-hate relationship. You love your mum because your mum took care of you. Mm. But then how could you keep dad from me? You're the reason why I'd have a relationship with him. But then and he's not actually that much of a bad person mm. than what you made him out to be. We can go on and build relationships. That's the beautiful thing about being humans. We can actually, regardless of all the time that's gone, we can go on and build relationships. We so can, that's the saving but, grace, really. But if you are the sort of person that finds it difficult to build relationships, you're not going to... That's not going to be an easy feat for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be a very... Not withdrawn, but you could just be... I'm very content with who I know. And I don't find it easy to start... To let new people in. Mm. Trusting new people. Humans are so complicated. We're oh, really man, complicated we really beings. Are. What does Napoleon Hill have to say for I us tonight, Lily? I don't know what Napoleon Hill says. Um, no, we're going through the um, Think and Grow Rich, written by Napoleon Hill. I think I said it was written by Earl Nightingale last last time. <laughs> it, not Earl Nightingale. It's uh, Napoleon Hill, and it's a book that helps us to think and grow rich, just what it says in the title, but it gives us some good pointers towards that journey Thinking and growing rich. What's that? Joy McKay, yes. Confusion. It is confusion, isn't it? Changing times, too many choices. Was it different back in the day, Joy McKay? Let us know, you know, because it is quite confusing for the child, I think, more than anything else. And it's a matter of, like Lily said, setting setting our grievances aside mm-hmm. and acting out for the, the sole well-being of the young child. child. But sadly, that doesn't happen all of the time. And they they do lose out a great, great deal. So this isn't specifically a pointer in the Think and Grow Rich, that of the 12 or however many points you make. But I've literally just seen this paragraph and I think this is very apt for our current climate. Mm. It says, the depression, so it's talking about the whatever depression they went through in America. Yeah. The depression the was... The Great Depression. That's the one. Yeah. The depression was a blessing in disguise. Mm. It reduced the whole world to a new starting point that gives everyone a new opportunity. Yeah. Someone else said to me today... No, it wasn't you. Someone said to me today that... Um, being in the state that we're in right now gives many people... A fresh start and they were talking about a personal issue that they have mm. um, in their own life but it's being put in a, an uncomfortable position that we're always talking about has opened their eyes to certain things and hear what Napoleon Hill mm. says <laughs> when he talks about the depression being a starting point mm. I wonder how many Mothers, for example, that are going through depression that are now listening, maybe, oh, I didn't know about peanut, oh, I didn't know about IAPT, or I didn't know about this. They've got a lot of time on their hands right now. Mm. Maybe now's a starting point to try and get out of the funk that they're in. Oh, nice one. Get out of the funk, yes. yes. And the same with the mothers that may take the child support payment and don't support their child seeing Mm. the, the dad. Maybe it's a recognition now that actually and I need to stop being this person. I need to start afresh. It's so lovely when we say it. And I think one thing that, that holds people back, and it's so true, the depression, we're in a 
kind of Great Depression now, but yeah. it's given us time to reevaluate, rethink, mm-hmm. reflect, mm-hmm. and to move on and progress forwards. Yeah. One thing that holds many of us back from taking that step of, do you know what? I, I've, I messed up. I, I effed up. Yeah. Right? Ooh. But I'm going to set my ego aside, set the ego aside, and rise above being that person that gets stuck mm. in that cycle. Mm. The only way we're going to break the cycle is by doing something different. Yeah. So setting that animosity, setting that anger, setting all of those negative emotions aside, mm. progressing forward and say and and overcoming the fear as well. Because the more I guess with say a mother that's angry with the father, she's getting more and more <coughs> angry, which will in turn make her prevent her from allowing that child and giving that child what they need. Mm. But overcoming that overcoming that anger overcoming those emotions and recognizing this is bigger than i am Mm. that i think will is what will turn things around Mm. breaking those cycles cycles setting that ego aside and even the cycle when um the lady that made the mother's group she Mm. said that her mum said to her black people don't get depressed Mm. that's a cycle that needs to be broken we've spoken about that many times when we know what our community's opinions may be. Yeah. But actually being that person in that community that says to the mother, do you know what? Actually what you're feeling is completely normal. Mm. A lot of mothers feel the same way. A lot of mothers feel overwhelmed. A lot of mothers think that they need to be Wonder Woman when actually you got up and brushed your hair this morning. Well done to you. Mm. Being that person that makes, empowers the other person. Yeah. Because it's all about empowerment, isn't it really? And we can do that. We can. Joy says technology brings new insights. Yes. It really does. does. But then a lot of books bring old insights that we can learn from. It's really crazy. You know, we we take on board the new as well as looking at the old things. Mm. We're looking at Think and Grow Rich. I think that book was written well over 100 odd years ago. Yes, an old book. It's old, but what it's valuable a bit like the bible mm. very valuable mm. with the the moral the morals and the principles mm. all those things that are set out in it mm. it helps us advance forward if we see it in the right way and i did want to say um if you are a friend of someone that you know i don't know how many people may be friends with someone that they know they've perhaps got a child that they don't their friend doesn't allow to see their father sit down and have a conversation with that person because I think as much as we may be angry there's nothing wrong with being angry and no one's saying there's anything wrong with it but the child needs to be considered yeah with both the parents regardless Mm. of how we may feel Mm. towards the parent as like you said as long as it's um if they're violent then it has to be in a controlled Obviously. environment. Yeah. Whereas if it's not, then they've got to be considered. Mm. The child has to be considered. What do they want? Mm. And it's not about put the ego aside and allow allow the mm. parents to see their their fa- allow the, the parents to see their child, allow the child to see their parent. Mm. You know, things happen. Things we happen. Don't, we don't always get on, but we can, we can. It says, balance is what humankind needs. Yes, joy indeed. 
balance most definitely is what humankind needs. And it's polarity, negative and positive. Yeah. We need both. And just working through that, trying our best to build a better world. world. And that if we want things to change... We've got to be the change. We have to be that change that we want. Definitely. All right. So, well, 7.52 on the 12th of December. <laughs> December? Where are we the whole new year? What are you... <laughs> January January 21 I think I went back in the time machine right there so come back come back yes I'm back I'm back I'm back in the vortex I'm like ooh back in there oh my goodness so we do hope you've enjoyed what we um spoke about tonight like we say we're there to talk we're there for you if you ever need a list